Hello, welcome to Unequal Sequel Extra. Yay! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> it's going to be fine. We're going to get through this. Uh, <laughs> one of us is just recovering from COVID. The other one's got hay fever. And it's all going to be fun. Yeah, we've... it'll be fine. It's all good. We're not going to cough and splutter and sneeze all the way through this. It'll be fine. No, I can mute that kind of stuff. Oh, I just got light, light, lightheaded then. Oh, uh, how are you? I'm okay, man. I'm better than you for a change. Cause, uh, uh, how's that feel? Yeah, you're all covid aren't you? Well, no, I'm over it. I'm, o- I'm over the hump now. Okay, um, okay. I'm, uh, that was a couple of, da- a couple of days ago, I would say. I've now been left with, well, people will know who had covid this cough. Mm, that seems on. to linger yeah. uh, and you just feel a little bit generally not all there i would oh, say i know i had it four you've times. had it four times so yeah <laughs> yeah you you know lacking of energy uh but i did have a night's sleep last night so now i feel okay good. Uh, well i feel better good uh, and i just in time because there was a time when i nearly didn't get to see this film yes and we nearly had to do uh a solo one of us just asking questions Yes, which would have been a challenge because there's <laughs> yeah. not a lot to say about right. Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Rise of the Beasts. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, we're going to have to go into spoilers a little bit on this one. I'm oh, afraid we definitely everybody. are because otherwise we just can't talk about anything. I suppose can we? Stuff happens at like... the end. I need to ask Rich how, why, fuck, what. Oh, when. okay. <laughs> Actually, there's going to be a lot of those questions during this because right people might not know, but Rich is a Big, big Transformers fan. I'm I mean, a I massive, sit here now, yeah. and all I see in his background are classic Transformers toys. Yes, I'm a generation massive 1980s Generation 1 Transformers fan. Yes. And so there is not a lot for me to love about the Bayverse, <laughs> yeah. as we call well, it in the Transformers This is not the Bayverse. <laughs> this is not the Bayverse. It's still quite Bayverse-y. Yeah. Um, no, this is not officially the Bayverse anymore. Um, yes. But it's still, it's still weird bits. It's still weird. Going bits. into it, I was like, I'm not actually quite sure where this is going to fit into no, the franchise. No, and so it's a, it's a sequel to Bumblebee, very loosely, mm. and Barely. a prequel to the first Michael Bay Transformers movie. Do you reckon it's still they're still trying to connect it to that? I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere, but I could be making it up, or they could be making it up. No, I think because Optimus Prime lands on Earth in the first. Transformers, oh, he doesn't he? Does doesn't he? True. And in this one, he's been here for a while, yeah. and he is a dickhead. So... <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. There's a lot to unpack in that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you want to try and give the uh, a synopsis? I fucking don't because it's ridiculous. I'm trying to tell us where the the beasts are rising. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, so the synopsis is Hasbro, the toy company. Wanted to cash in on their Beast Wars Transformers franchise that came out in the late 90s, early 2000s time. And they thought, you know what? Let's make a movie with Beast Wars characters in it. But let's do them wrong. Let's do them all wrong. And also, you know what was good in the 86 movie? Unicron. He was good. (laughs) Voiced in the 86 movie. By by Orson Welles. Yeah. His, his, His last ever role. Transformers 1986, Transformers the, the movie as Unicron. So yeah, they're like, yeah, let's bring him back. Nice one. Rubbish. 
He is iconic, though, in that, that true, animated movie. True. So basically, this carries on. doesn't really carry on. Like, you don't have to watch Bumblebee to get this. There's, what, one reference to it, I think, maybe, if we're lucky. There's a reference when Bumblebee says, I like humans. And yeah. then Optimus Prime says, I know you were friends with one once. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. That's the only reference to that. There you go. Um, Thank you, Lincoln. Yeah. I mean, Optimus Prime has had some sort of character transplant um, in this movie. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, the um, from what I understand of it, the Autobots have to know. find some sort of MacGuffin. It's always a MacGuffin. So yep. far, so Transformers. <laughs> and that MacGuffin is going to stop Unicron, a giant planet-eating planet, from eating Earth, essentially. And, yeah, Unicron has some minions called the Maximals, very loosely. Kind I thought of. the Maximals were good. Not the Maximals, sorry. The Terracons. Terracons, yeah. Predacons. A... Predacons. No, no, in the film, no. they're te- Terracons. But you do see one Predacon, which is the scorpion looking for it. Right, okay. I've just done a bit of research. You'll <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Fucking nonsense. And yeah, it turns out that there have been the, Ma- the Maximals, who are essentially Autobots from the future, who transform into animals, but have been on Earth for a long time. It's so muddled. It's so muddled. I could not make sense of it. Honestly, I was uh, 10 minutes into this movie and I'm like, what? Because <laughs> that's they pitch up plot points and then never answer them. Yeah. Basically, the Maximals are from a, 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 a an alternate reality galaxy somewhere. I'm, yeah, I think so. And, and at one point, Optimus Primal, or the Big Bird, yeah, can't yeah. remember which one, says, we're from your past and your future. Yes. Yeah, and Optimus Primal says, I'm named after you to Optimus Prime. Never mentioned again. No. No. Not properly. It's, it's a bit strange. And let's be let's be clear. I mean, I've given up on the synopsis a bit, because after that point, it's fucking impenetrable. So, <laughs> you know, good luck. They go to Peru, they eat some <laughs> guinea pigs, they have a wonderful time. <laughs> it's, it's odd. Um, what I would say is that you should probably, before watching this movie, if you haven't watched it already, watch go and watch the entire Beast Wars Transformers uh, TV series, all three seasons of it, whatever there is, because otherwise you won't understand a fucking thing that's happening in this. Yeah, probably watch the 86 movie as well and probably all four seasons of the cartoon. Um, get as, Just wow. basically do your homework. How dare you think you can go to a movie and understand it? from the beginning without having to learn all about Transformers for 20 years beforehand. I do have questions about the, the, <laughs> the beasts, the Maximals, because it is called Rise of the Beasts. Uh, yeah, I and mean... To be none, honest, none of them rise. No. There's only about four and a half of them. Yeah. Uh, and they they don't really give a good example of themselves, of, no, of they're what, why, shit, how, aren't they? like, what they're doing. And yeah. I know that they're trying to not let Unicorn eat planets. And also, kind let, of. let's be very clear... That one of these Maximals is voiced by Oscar winner Michelle Yeoh. Let that sink in for a minute. Airraiser. Oscar winner Michelle Yeoh is a robot bird. I thought she was delightful compared to Pete Davidson's Mirage. Oh, don't get way. me fucking started on Mirage, by the way. <laughs> we are we are gonna have words in a minute. You I mean, I'm all I'm okay. I'm all for I'm very protected of the eighties characters. I think the eighties characters are good characters. Uh, but I do understand they need refreshing. 
So I'm fine with Mirage not being a Formula One car like he was in the 80s because that's not very practical. You don't see no. many F1 cars driving hey, around the streets he, of LA. He turned into a, an F1 car he one did point. He turned into an F1 car. It's a nice little nod. Fan There's service. A, lot of, a lot of fans are a bit upset about him not being an F1 car and being a uh, Porsche. I, I, yeah, I get Because Jazz is supposed to be the Porsche, blah, blah, blah. But I don't mind that. What I do hate is that his entire character is so off. Like, why is he making sex jokes? What? What? Why? They don't have genitals. <laughs> you know, like the the in, you've been inside me joke was the I one mean, big laugh whoa. from the cinema I was in. But really, <laughs> yeah, it made me laugh. Oh god! So Mirage, Mirage's character from the movies is supposed to be a pacifist. He's right. he's he hides. You know, he's a spy. You know, that's his whole point. Is he can make duplicates of himself. And they can spy on people and stuff. You know, that's kind of the point of his character. He's supposed to be a pacifist. He doesn't want to fight. And it doesn't... I, oh, the, this version just grates on me. He's like an annoying 19-year-old. Yeah, he is. Do you know what really... He's, do you know he's what, too full of himself. Do you know what really annoys me? Is that they put obviously put a lot of work into the soundtrack like a night, a proper nineties hip hop soundtrack. It's really oh, yeah. pretty cool. And then Mirage goes, Wu Tang is in the house while there's notorious B.I.G. playing. Like, no, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I, I forgot that it. Uh, I just assumed it was now until they mentioned someone mentioned it was in the nineties, and I was like, oh, oh fuck, yeah. oh that's where yeah. we're meant to be. And I quite like the soundtrack. The soundtrack's great. That bit where he's like, Wu Tang is in the house. I'm like, no, uh, mate, no. It's just old people trying to be cool, uh, like <laughs> when we try and do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think this is definitely well. It's compared to the. I I rewatched the first Transformers the other day, and I still very much enjoy that movie. Not the animated one, the first. Michael the first Bay one. Michael Bay one. I think it's all right. I think it's. It's all horribly right. edited. Oh yeah, uh, it is. Yeah. But it yeah. give it has these power moments where you just can't help but like pump your fist. But yeah, oh my god, that's so cool, and it holds up so well from like a two thousand and seven film. Uh, and it's something yeah. I never thought I'd see before. Then I remember going to see the first Transformers film with our mate Matt Hyman in London. We booked ourselves a nice big screen because we we thought it was a special occasion because Transformers are coming to. I was uh, very cinema. excited and I enjoyed yeah. it. I enjoyed it. You know? And then what we've got after that, it just seems. Well, you might as well just kick me in the bollocks every time, uh, apart from Bumblebee. And yeah. I quite like Dark Side of the Moon for some reason. I think there's some fun to Is be it found in Dark that. Dark Side film. of the Moon. Have I just quoted the Pink Floyd album? I think it's Far of the Moon or something, isn't it? Or... No, it's it's dark because it's, it's it's the it's part. Not, it's, it's fa- that's the Pink Floyd album. Yeah, yeah, it is Dark Side because that's Dark the... of the Moon. It's called Dark of the oh, Moon, not Dark off, Side fuck. of the Moon. <laughs> that's close enough. Anyway, yeah, okay. I have that's fun with that one. The third one, right? It is the third one. The yeah. second one is the one that's a mess because they filmed Revenge it during the a writer's strike. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox were writing their own. The Age dialogue. of Extinction is the one with the really shitty dinosaur Dinobots in it. That's when they really tried to capitalise. <laughs> and on then the, the last China night, oh, wild! They made they made Hot Rod French and King Arthur's a robot. Who knew? <laughs> and then we get Bumblebee, and they they so they scrap yeah. all of that, and then we get Bumblebee. Uh, this br- and, and it's set in the eighties, and it's brilliant. And you should see the scores on Rotten Tomato. They're hilarious because <laughs> they're all like the critics' um, scores are all like eighteen percent, seventeen percent. Like maybe really? the first one's fifty. What for Bumblebee? But Bumblebee's got ninety-one percent. Nice. So the rest are like terrible, and then yeah, Bumblebee's yeah. like up there. And I think it's clever that they've tried to carry on with that storyline or that. Well, world. yeah. 
and I did say to you when I when I first came out of this, I said to you it's the best of the sequels <laughs> because I think it is. I think it's, <laughs> it, it, but that's not saying much because they no no they shit. Like, they are awful. I would I would I would want to, I would watch this over Dark of the Moon, uh, over Age of Extinction, over what the last night or whatever the fuck it is any day the of Anthony, week. the Anthony Hopkins one yeah because this doesn't get this doesn't get totally un unpenetrable mm-hmm. smashy smashy robot gr- everything's grey and you can't tell what's going on until the end it does get like that yeah the, end. the last the last 15 minutes it, yeah, go, yeah. it goes into that but it is it's pretty good until then but what I'm confused about is like Wheeljack in this so in Bumblebee you see Wheeljack in Bumblebee, and right. he looks like his 1980s Wheeljack. Which one's Wheeljack? So Wheeljack in this one is the brown um, VW bus. Oh, Dan- Danny Roas. Yes, Danny Roas. Yeah. That is his voice, right? Yeah, that is his voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah so for- Danny Roas from, uh, from Ted, Lasso. <laughs> Ted Lasso. I was expecting him to say football is life at some point, yeah. but he didn't. Yeah, so in Bumblebee, bearing in mind this is supposed to be a sequel from Bumblebee, Wheeljack is in that, in that movie. He's on Cybertron with Optimus Prime. There's a, it's in the start of that Bumblebee movie, looking right. like his G1 1980s wheeljack and talking like his 1981 wheeljack. Oh, okay. I was about to give somehow, an he's, he now looks completely different with a completely different voice. Where's that come from? I could argue the, the case that he transformed into a different car. Yeah. Okay. I, I, fair enough. But normally the heads don't change. No, you're right. You and know? the voices And the don't voices change. don't change. And they don't suddenly get an accent? Like... <laughs> I don't know. Man. Maybe they like, forgot. It's a choice. It's a choice. A lot of if they forgot choices. that, but they somehow like harp on about the lore in nineteen ninety nine Beast Wars episode once, you know, like yeah. How many in the Beast Wars? I'm guessing there's more than three of them. Yeah, there's definitely right? more than three. Yeah, there's quite a few. And do they have a, like a backstory that is understandable? Like. At the beginning of this film, they're just on another mo- like Earth. I don't know because I was kind of, and then they fly off it, and they never really explain yeah. the law why why they why they're there why they're animals. Yeah, like because they're not realistic looking animals either. It's not like you're, you know the the Autobots transform into vehicles so they can hide. Mm. They're not hiding. The no. Maximals aren't hiding. You're not. No one's going. Oh, that's a gorilla because because <laughs> <laughs> it's five times the size of a gorilla and made of fucking metal. So what? <laughs> I, I, uh, there's none of that. So, don't, so there's no rise. The, uh, the the beasts. No, they're just. It's more of a ponder. You know, uh, there are some humans in this film. I think the humans are probably the best bit of this film, which is bad for a Transformers movie, right? Well, well that's yes, but that's because this film never really takes off. No, like, it they they go from one point to another, and there is some action scenes, and things explode in a at a a museum, and then you get to peru and things slightly explode again and there is a bit of a car chase and then uh, and then at the end you get the the atypical uh transformers uh ending which when mm. just everything fucking noise 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 smash smash mass light 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 yeah. effects 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 uh uh and then someone dies and then they come back alive again <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah. yeah but it, it never really switches into another f- let's say a fun gear most of this film i just went for it going huh uh, yeah huh. yeah i get that i get huh. that i mean it, it's no way is it 
like rubbish, like bottom no, of the shelf. No, like, it's not compared to where the Transformers franchises have yeah, been, yeah. and made huge amounts of money for being absolute shit. Yeah, this was plain sailing, and everything seemed a little bit easy for all the and, from getting it to A to B and and yeah. so on. And this is looking like it's not going to make money. Yeah, two well, two hundred million dollar budget, and it's not done well. As far as I can I tell, I don't think Bumblebee made huge amounts of money. They're relying on that those early films made money, but those early mm. films also did a huge amount of damage to people wanting to watch these films. I think. Yeah, that, that's that's true. I mean, Bumblebee, Bumblebee's budget was like one hundred thirty-five million, and it made four hundred sixty-seven million. So it made a bit of money. <laughs> I reckon. What did these include marketing? Because they're always like, sometimes they're like, yeah. double it for marketing. Well, double it for marketing still made money. Just, but not enough to get excited about. But if if Rise of the Beast was 200 million, it's not going to make, I don't know if it's going to make I mean, it's bad. on it's on camera. It looks pretty good, doesn't it? Did you not think? Yeah, you know, no, yeah, it looks all right. Yeah. It's, it all, it's all, right. all there. They didn't spend money on the cast because these, these people aren't massive names. You've got Anthony Ramos, who's from Hamilton and well, they, in the Heights. They spent a lot of money stuff. on the voice cast, though, didn't they? So Ron Perlman, Michelle Yeoh. You know what? They haven't stacked it as much as they used to. There are a lot of just minor voice actors doing some voice. Yes, okay. you have Michelle Yeoh. You, Peter Cullen, you have to have Peter you Cullen. You have to have Peter Cullen, yeah. So There's Pete no Davidson, obviously like Danny Rojas. Don't know what his real name is, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry. And then, yeah, uh, like I say, Ron Perlman, Peter Dinklage as Scourge. I only found out about that about 10 minutes ago that Dinklage was oh, really? in this film. So good on him. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's it's a different one. I can see. Yeah. What were you expecting when you were going in? Because were you expecting I mean, to get hurt? I've got to be honest. I was sort of expecting it to be a little bit bigger than a little, not not bigger. Sorry, a little bit better than this. Really? Yeah, I kind my of my expectations are so low. I know Bumblebee was great, but expectations are but so that was low. My hope is that they were going to learn from Bumblebee and be like, you know, this is make it a bit smaller and a bit more re- relatable. Personal. And do you know what? If you're going to bring in Unicron, and Unicron is an incredibly difficult concept to get your head around. Also, he's massive. Yeah, but they, he didn't even transform, though, did he? I didn't, he didn't no. transform. He stayed in planet form the whole time. I was waiting for that for the whole film, Rich. I was like, I can't wait to see him uh, transform. Because at one point, you kind of see the eyes. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. This is good. The, the scale. So I don't know if they're planning to like do a second one and bring him back or something. But they've anna- they announced before this came out that this was going to be a trilogy. Right. Okay. So it's probably going to be a Unicron trilogy, and perhaps like have to go back and maybe remake. Oh God, they're going to remake the '86 movie, aren't they? <gasps> Possibly. They, they, that might happen. Don't do that. <laughs> there is um, a new animated film next year called Transformers 1. I don't know if you've known right. about this. Uh, and Chris Hemsworth is going to be the voice of Optimus Prime. I have heard this, yeah. Probably on the uh, the Transformers channels on the yep, Facebook. Yep, on the old uh, Facebook groups. And that's, that's going to be all set on Cybertron. <laughs> yes. Yeah, again, no which, human characters. There's been some reasonable kind of animated like shows on Netflix set on Cybertron. Yeah. You know, they're, 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 pretty, they're pretty decent. They're they're kind of not they're animated movies that aren't animated TV that's not really for kids. It's quite cerebral kind of stuff. So, mm. but yeah, I think again, it's I think that's definitely for fans rather than that's for people who are going to go and buy the toys like me. <laughs> right. 
But well, that's what this film is, is to sell toys. Well, and that originally, this... that's what, what came first. Was it the animated series or were the toys, it was the toys back first. in the day? Yeah. There you go. The toys came first. So the, the toys originally were a Japanese line made by Takara called Micro Man. Right. Um, and then they were bought, the Hasbro bought the rights and turned them into the Transformers. And then to market them, they released the TV series and the comic books. Right. So the toys existed before the, the comic books, which is why a lot of the toys look absolutely nothing like the like the characters on the uh on the the uh tv show like iron iron hide being a perfect example iron hide's toy doesn't even have a head it's ri- ridiculous he's a little got a little face behind the screen looks nothing like the cartoon right well that makes sense to me that this was made to sell toys but at what point and this is a spoiler for the end of this movie so mm. prepare yourself at what point does gi joe come into this well <laughs> well or is that just like they're hedging their bets and like I mean, we need to make money somewhere because the G.I. Joe films have never made money in Hasbro shit. is a big fan of crossovers. crossovers so back in the day there were Transformers G.I. Joe crossovers in the comics wow, which were made by okay. Marvel so the comics are Marvel comics with Hasbro properties so yeah the, the uh, Marvel comics had G.I. Joe Transformers crossover comics so there's always been that sort of loose, tenuous link. But then it also yeah. exists because because of that Marvel link, there's also X Men crossover. There's also Transformers. Transformers, yeah. So I ha- yeah, there's yeah. So there's that nineties kind of X Men like Transformers crossover. There's also um some like some like minor kind of Marvel superheroes that show up in Transformers. I think there's a tri- Transformers Spider Man crossover at some point as well. You know. I mean, a shame we're never going to see that on screen because they had very two very different uh, <laughs> studios, Paramount and Marvel yes, slash yeah, slow, uh, Sony. But yeah, in so yeah, that's that's a thing. That GIJ thing is a is a that's a big spoiler, by the way. That's that's not until I did the say end, spoiler end credits. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so there's GIJ crossover coming. Well, is that yeah? Is that going to happen? Is this where this is going for the rest I of think the trilogy? You said it's a trilogy, so I would presume that's where it's gonna that's what's gonna happen does that work for you nope <laughs> i think it's good like oh do you know what properties we've got that aren't doing very well transformers and gi joe let's put them together oh two lots of rubbish <laughs> there's lots of uh, in the background of uh mention of hasbro stuff i think yeah, mario yeah. is that hasbro i'm not quite sure i don't know uh no. power rangers was in the background a few yeah, times yeah i think that's have the that's toys has- Hasbro yet? That's Hasbro. Mm. Yeah, so that's that possibly could happen if this makes enough money because I don't think you can make a cheap cha- uh, Transformers movie. No, I think Bumblebee's as close as you get, basically, and that was one hundred thirty-five million. So it's not cheap, cheap. Because visual effects are not cheap, cheap, especially no. when you need the visual effects to look when good, you good. when yeah when you want to make your all your whole movie about the visual effects, which this one is essentially, then. They've, you've got to put a lot of money into it, haven't you? Did you go see this 3D or IMAX or anything? Oh, I saw an IMAX. How how was it? Uh, well, bit rubbish. Uh, oh, because halfway through, I got red wavy lines going across the screen. <laughs> yeah, wasn't wasn't brilliant. They had to turn the projector off and on again. So yeah, wasn't amazing. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was all right. It was all right in IMAX, I suppose. <laughs> I love. I'm trying to get him hyped for this, guys, because. Uh, Transformers, big deal for Rich. And Transformers yet... are a big deal for me, but I don't think... But not the films. It's ever reached the heights of the 86 movie in terms of... 
Well, how could me. you beat that for the soundtrack? You cannot the, beat the 86 movie. You the just emotional can't. gut charge. I saw it on my sixth air. birthday and I have loved it ever since. I have the soundtrack on a picture disc, like a proper 1980s, like you used to get like records which had pictures on the records, like it's the shape of a transformer. And, oh, I'd put that know, on the wall. You can't get. It's in my dad's loft somewhere. I think I have to get oh, like, to get it. out. But yeah, like my love of Transformers cannot be overstated. No, like there, there's stuff that happens in that film that films like in the last how many years have been trying to re- replicate that emotion and that. Absolutely. <sighs> I mean, let's not let's not forget like a main character dying and like that. Not just a main character. They basically killed off everyone you love. Yeah. In that movie. Every character you love, they basically by killing Optimus Prime in that '86 movie, they basically killed everyone's dad. <laughs> That's everyone's surrogate dad. Every 42 year old man out there, like me, Optimus Prime was a father figure, and they murder him in that movie, and I still love it. <laughs> do you think they were trying to do something very similar to that? To when Bumblebee, spoiler again, guys, yeah, dies, yeah, doesn't die, doesn't die. Uh, uh, dies in this movie. I knew he, there was no way he was going to be dead, though, was there? That's the thing. Like, it just didn't have the stakes. Like, that's not the whole film. Yeah, just just no stakes. Like, you Mirage like, oh, could die because you don't see him in another movie. Like, but Bum- there's no way Bumblebee was going to die. Didn't even know he died until that that mid credit scene. Really? <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> he says hey, at one point he's injured. He is, and he and he yeah. looks really fucked up. But then uh, he, he says somehow- to. Noah yeah. says we're gonna to have to do this one together or be a team or yeah, something yeah. like that. And Noah puts on a like a Transformers suit, which yeah, he basically wears the dead body of his friend as a suit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is yeah. ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And I thought, all oh, right, so he's just helping Mirage to the end of the film. And then you get this mid credit scene yeah. where Noah is putting the Porsche back together. Yeah, I mean, how how in the world does that even fucking work? Uh, G.I. Joe technology. Uh, what? Okay. I don't know. What, an old old Porsche parts? Like, that's, like no, his that's... mate's like, I've got you all these old bits and stuff and to fix this car up. Don't you just need the cybernetic crystals or whatever the mountains of Peru are made of or whatever? Fuck knows, mate. I'm lost by this point. Like, who knows? <laughs> so, the, oh my, uh, the MacGuffin guys in this film. Oh my is, god, the MacGuffin is, is a thing they've broken in half, and it's a portal to bring Unicron, Unicron, yeah, to wherever he wants in it's, time and space. Yeah, it seems it yeah. is. It, it, they do mention time travel, and yet they never mention time travel again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and, and Optimus Prime, who let's say for eighty-five percent of this. This film is a fucking idiot. Like, he's I mean, so unlike. I just don't understand it. I don't understand what that was all about. He doesn't like humans. He's been on Earth for a while, even though he's not. He's not in Bumblebee, right? Yeah, he is right at the end. Well, barely then. Come yeah. on. No, oh, yeah, he's bare. He's bare. He's he's in it at the beginning on Cybertron, and he's in yeah. it at the end. Um, when he just rocks up. But yeah, I mean, that's it. That's not my prime. That's not prime as no, I no. remember Optimus Prime. But that, his his idea is to get back to Cybertron using the port yeah, key? Yeah, use the port key thing. Yeah, I, I guess. I don't, I don't even know what it's fucking called. The, um, oh. it is, 
I can't is, remember. I'm pretty sure they keep calling it a port key for a whole of that Some film. sort of some sort of key. That's a Harry Potter thing, isn't it? A port key. But anyway, it's that sort of fucking shit. Like, uh, it doesn't really take off. It's another fucking magic MacGuffin that nobody cares about. That just is convenient. Like, and like, they all oh. look alike. I honestly, I thought Unicron was in uh, last night. Was he not? Was that not what was I think happening? right big... at the end, isn't he? I don't know. Oh, so th- there is a mention of some kind of planet-eating thing at the end yeah, of the Yeah, I think night, so, yeah. I, I don't know. It's so this isn't the first time we've seen some kind of Unicron. No, I think it's the first time we've actually, like... Yeah, I think it's right at the end and you just see it from a distance, don't you, or something? Or, yeah, I, I they're don't know. fighting for it not to come through another portal Yeah, thing. yeah, some sort of fucking nonsense. I think if... <laughs> Uh, fans of Transformers movies, Michael Bay movies, yeah, you probably like this. You probably yeah. clearly it's... got poor taste. Sorry, <laughs> but I think if you if you don't like Transformers films and you watch this, you won't You're like it. Gonna, if you yeah, no. if you liked Bumblebee and then you thought and not the rest, you thought, oh, stay with this. I think you'll still yeah, be you'll, bit you'll be very disappointed. disappointed. Yeah, and actually, I'm being hard. I'm, it sounds like I'm being harder on this than I mean to be because for the first half an hour, it's all right. I think it is soundtrack's fun. Yeah, uh, they're trying to put things in play quite nicely. Yeah, and it's only and kind of it's when they reintroduce the beasts that it gets a little bit dull. It's the problem. The problem it has is that every kind of fifteen minutes or so, it has to stop and re-explain what the plot is again because it's like it's like so intelligible that nobody knows what's going on. So they have to kind of re-explain the plot like over and over and over again. Yeah, and it's just kills the movie and there's no decepticons in this film no and and also i'm pretty sure in the yeah in in the in beast wars the baddies were the predacons and they were like like megatron was like a dinosaur like a t-rex and they were like they're all like dinosaurs and stuff or like be like like you say like scorpions and things yeah so where were they we've got two more films coming i just don't i just don't get it i just don't Anyway, they had a good swing. Thank God it wasn't Michael Bay. At least it was well edited, somewhat. Do you know what? Do, do you know what annoys me the most? I think Scourge annoys me, the Peter Dinklage character, because Scour- Scourge exists in the '86 movie. He's like a spaceship, a blue spaceshipy type thing, and that's yes, yeah, reasonably cool. But they make him a truck, like Optimus Prime in this one, basically so that when he's a toy version they can just remould an existing Optimus Prime truck and paint it differently and save themselves some money. Lazy. Like that is like it's just a fucking repaint. <laughs> like yeah. Shall we um shall we uh, score an unequal sequel this week? Ah, uh, what are we this saying film? this is a sequel to Bumblebee? We're saying this is a sequel to Bumblebee. In that case. This is what I was questioning myself for the whole film I was, I was like so this is no attachment to the other films, but it well, is a franchise film. Is it? I don't know. But it's, we're, we're calling it a sequel to Bumblebee, right? Because yeah, it's got the characters it. in it, and there's a brief mention of Bumblebee, the movie, in it. So in that case, it's a very unequal sequel. Yes. Because Bumblebee is great, and this is terrible. Just give me those characters from Bumblebee. Why can't I not just have the, the carry-on from Hayley, what's-her-face? I mean, I don't uh, mind Their that. relationship would, was, like, so it was, good. It was great. And I don't mind that because obviously, if this is the '90s, then Haley is going to be like ten years uh, older. Yeah. So I I don't mind the new characters. And actually, I think um, uh, Noah Diaz, who plays Anthony Anthony, Anthony Ramos, Ramos. Yeah. yeah, I think actually he's really 
good. And I think good Elena actor. Wallace is pretty good as well. Yep. So I don't mind that. Although her job is weird. What's her job? Like, she she's works in a museum, but she's just there to point out that the painting must be a fake because the real one's in the National I, Gallery? There's meant to be a joke there that she's an intern and the person she's interning for knows nothing. That right, she knows. okay. Um, you know, sometimes we've been in those positions. Yeah, true, true enough, true enough. Um, but yeah, so I think they're decent. I think de- I'm I'm okay with that Haley Steinfeld being left and that character and moving on. I just don't like this. They obviously they have to introduce new characters because they have to sell more toys, and that's the whole point of these movies. If you don't keep introducing new characters, you don't sell more toys. Blah 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 blah. Just make it a bit Rise of the Beasts movie. Don't don't put the Autobots in it at all. Just make it a Beast Wars movie. Yeah, I um, would have loved to. I've actually loved to universe, Maximals, Predacons, Alternative Universe, Happy Days. That would be fine. S- tell us how they got to Earth. And then have the second movie a bit more like this one. But you don't have to stop every 10 minutes and try and explain some fucking lore that no one's understanding. You know, yeah. and then have your third one as a big battle on Cybertron and Unicron's going to eat the planet. You know, Happy days. We fixed it. We fixed it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would actually love to have seen uh, the Rise of the Beasts uh, and have them more mm. prominent. Like, because the only one that really does anything is is the, the primal. Yeah, primal. There's a rhino there. Just goes rah. Rhinox. Yeah, Rhinox does nothing. Um, yeah, Michelle Yeoh has very little to do. Um, and it's really it's annoying. All bit, it's, it's all a bit forgettable. And this Cheetor as well. And oh, I yeah, like, I Cheetor's a great character, and yeah, just pointless in this. Yeah, There's I, one I would scene where he runs along next to Bumblebee. That bit when Bumblebee drops on the plane—that was fun. Yeah, yeah. Hello, cool Jay's plane. Don't yeah. call it a comeback. Yeah, I'd say the uh, the soundtrack's pretty good. Sorry, yeah, yeah. George is waving at me through the window. I thought you were waving at me. <laughs> Uh, no, I think it's a, an unequal sequel. I would just go and watch Bumblebee again. Yeah, uh, me too. Now, or just the, the Transformers 2007 film. I like it. Mm. Or, like Rich said, go watch the animated movie from 86. Go and watch the 86 movie. Get the forty the 4K version, the Matt yep. Ferguson designed one, where it calls Unicron Unicorn. Brilliant. <laughs> Love that. Like, <laughs> Go get that version and watch that. It's 10 times better than this shit. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't think this is shit. I've, this it's is not, where it's going to be yeah, interesting. I'm just this annoying. is where we have our problems of very middle of the road films. They're hard to talk about and get yeah. excited about. Yeah. Uh, so what would you? And I'm ending up being harder on it than I mean to be because it mm. isn't the worst. But I'm just no, annoyed about I it. I think I've poked some prodigy. Could that be way, so though. much better. It could be so much better, and it just annoys me. Uh, right. Okay. What am I going to give it? A seven. I think it doesn't deserve much more than a two and a half. I think that's probably where I'm at. What is the most middle score we we can give? Well, three and a half is the middle of the road, isn't is it? Is it? Well, yeah. That sounds very generous. And I would just say this is very, <laughs> very middle of the road. If I think about what I would give those those Michael Bay sequels to Ooh, the first okay. Transformers, I don't think I'd give any of them more than one star. <laughs> the first one I, I no no was... no the sequels to the Michael oh, Bay yes, ones not they're... the first one the first one's okay You're but right. the sequels following that first 2007 movie I would only give one star 
and to all of them. No, well, together. one star maximum. I think I'd give less. Um, <laughs> but so I think two and a half for this one is actually a significant improvement. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go three then. I'm going to go a little bit more generous than Rich. Right. Three, nice. three, three point two because you were an idiot last week. Did that? <laughs> no, I didn't. I did. Th- <laughs> I did six and three quarters last week. <laughs> uh, in, a, in a world where every week now there's a summer, there's big, big movies coming out. Yeah. Like we had Guardians, uh, Spider-Man every day. We've got Flash come in. Yeah. Uh, then we've got some other stuff that I can't remember. Uh, this will vi- be this forgotten will very fade. quickly. Yeah. And this was the one we were kind of most worried about, I think, wasn't it? Is it? Oh, yeah, because of the history of the, yeah. the franchise and your I mean, relationship. Flash and- doesn't look... Like it's going to be world beaten, but hey, who knows? Could be. Could be. Michael Keaton's Batman. We'll find out. In a... Yeah, that's true. Next that's week, true. maybe. Yeah, so let's take two of my most favourite childhood properties and uh, shit them both in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, on that note, Rich, you could see us out. It's fine. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, I don't know if we've mentioned. I don't know if you've heard yet, but uh, Series 5 of our interview episodes is out now. Uh, so, yeah, go, go and have a listen. We've got uh, Series Episode 1 out. By the time you hear this, Episode 2 will be coming very shortly. Um, so get prepared for that. Um, while you're there listening to those, if you wouldn't mind hitting the little subscribe button, hit that auto-download button, and we'll drop into your pod player of choice at least once a week, and at the moment, twice a week. Lovely. And if you really, really love us... Get onto anotherslice.com forward slash unequal sequel and you can join our subscription service where you can get even more from us every single week for only two ninety nine a month. So you'll get an extra bonus sequel to all of our interview episodes. You'll get access to box set mentality where we talk about the Planet of the Apes franchise. You'll get access to our disenfranchised series where we talk about movies that should have had a franchise and didn't. Whereas we should probably we've just spent this one talking about movies that have a franchise and probably shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so go go sign up on that in another slice. We know two ninety nine a month. We know times are hard at the moment. So if that's not your thing, just give us a little like, give us a subscribe, you know, give us a heart, give us a five stars. Right, tap us out a little review on iTunes, telling us we don't have annoying voices. We just love that. gives us gives us little butterflies inside. And uh, tell your friends. Uh, if you want to tell us what you thought about Transformers Rise of the Beasts, um, maybe like me, you're a big Transformers fan, or maybe like Dave, you don't really care that much, um, then, uh, yeah, get on social media. We are at Unequal Sequel on Twitter and Instagram, or you can email us, uh, because this film's set in the 90s. Our email address is also off of the 90s, unequalsequel at hotmail.com. And we'll read out all of your messages in the end of month roundup. Can I just point out, I do really like Transformers. I was a massive fan <laughs> when I was younger. And I had a lot of the toys. Uh, and it, it also meant a lot to me. Um, and I had a Transformers poster up at university. Uh, and I found it the other day when I tied it up in my dad's house. Get you! Uh, and I've still got the one of the, the dinosaurs around in this house somewhere now as well. Anyway, uh, yes, John Carpenter, Disenfranchised, Another Slice is coming this mm. week. Uh, me and Rich start to watch it last night. Yeah. together separately did not uh, finish it because it's quite long too long mm. uh, we'll get into that okay. and uh, yes next week is going to be either The Flash or Extraction 2 
it depends on a couple of factors but whatever doesn't make it onto the main friday episode will eventually become yeah an episode on another tell you what, go on social media and tell us what you want us to review that'd be nice that, yeah. that, that, that's that not what you want. That we might not do it but you know it'd be nice to know what you fancy yeah yeah uh i've got nothing else to say apart from carry on listen to season five it's great and uh nothing else rich you got nothing else nope okay it is a it's a goodbye from me so bye-bye bye everyone bye and it's a goodbye from him bye see you on the next one sequel to this one we're trying to be more happier about the film we're going to review who knows they could fuck up batman no promises Imagine if they make Batman like Keaton rubbish. Oh, they can't. Surely I'm going to regret saying this. <laughs> I'm going to regret saying this. But they can't wood. make Keaton Batman rubbish. Oh, but they could. They could. <laughs>